Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to the Sherlock Weekly Highlights podcast with me, Georgie Corridge-Cole. This week, I'm joined by Tor Cardona, Sherlock's newbie, Lou Huff, and best-selling author, cook, and TV presenter, Jasmine Hemsley. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> How nice to have you. Very nice to be here. So normally on a podcast, we start off talking about TV. We're going to start off talking about films. Are you a movie watcher, Jasmine? This topic's not my forte. I am a movie watcher, but I'm more somebody that needs to be kind of told we're going to watch a movie, sit down and watch it, because I'll, I'll find a million other things that need doing first. I know, but when you do, it's a real treat, oh, it's isn't it? It's such treat. a treat. Yeah. Yeah. Well, last night, Lou and I went to, we have a VIP offering at Shared Arts where you pay a monthly or an annual subscription, and um, you get access to amazing discounts and offers at restaurants and bars and beauty destinations. Anyway, last night, we did a free advanced screening of Film Stars Don't Die in Liverpool, at the Olympic Cinema in Barnes. Which was so cool. The location itself is absolutely amazing, and I think prime date spot. Yeah, you just spent a day there, yeah, didn't you? and especially like this time of year, it felt quite yeah. kind of cosy, and it, quite like New York vibes, quite Soho farmhouse vibes. Yeah. It's really kind of exposed cool. brick, yeah. and big chandeliers, and that sounds amazing. Yeah. Such a cool venue. Anyway, it was a really cool night. Yeah. And the film, it was Jamie Bell, and Annette Benning, mm-hmm. um, and she is sort of 60, falls in love with a man half her age. And it's a true story. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a true story about Gloria Graham, who was an American movie star, and it was really good. It was really good, it was really sweet. You kind of know what's going to happen mm. throughout yeah. the movie, but I actually think Jamie Bell is incredible. He was awesome. Really believable, and I'm a huge Billy Elliot fan, oh, and you? yeah, I love it. Um, <laughs> and it also had Julie Walters, who's again one of my absolute um, favorites. She's such a yeah. She was funny, wasn't she? Guess. But, um, anyway. Yeah, it was really sweet, and yeah, this is cinema. Good chemistry. Amazing. Definitely, very believable. Quite a bit, a bit weird. The only thing I would say is there's quite a lot of snogging between Annette Benning and Jamie Bell. I was kind of like, okay, I've got the idea <laughs> that he's snog. going out with someone double yeah. his age. Yeah. And it becomes a bit disconcerting. That would be my criticism. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. A little bit. I was like, I've got it, got it now. But yeah. I reckon that's probably done to make you feel a bit uncomfortable. Yeah. 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 To make yeah. you just You're very up. aware of this yeah. age gap. Yeah. Very aware. The, the best scene in it, I thought, I was saying to Maya, I was sitting next to Maya, um, was when they start dancing, the two of them. Yeah. He first meets her yeah. and he goes into this room and she's this really eccentric actress. And there's some, I can't remember what music on, there's like some really good 70s disco yeah. model. And they they properly dance in the yeah. middle of the day and it's such a feel good. Yeah. Oh, it's really, really I was like, cool. I want to Anything with dancing in, I think my, my all time favourite film was like, um, the Aussie movie Strictly Ballroom. Oh, yeah. With the Basil Roman one. Like anything with dance. No one in this office would have watched that, Jasmine. I know. Because <laughs> yeah, so, they're mind. so young, well, as a year, I'm sure, but I tend to find I'm the only one who's seen That's anything. a good movie and Dirty Dance. But I think, as you said, that snogging is probably there to get in. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. If you're going in there, being a Jamie Bell fan as yeah. well, and you're all, you're all for them, you know, oh, why can't, you know, anyone can have a romance, yeah. you know, it's, it shouldn't be taboo. But actually, in real life, if you did see a sixty-year-old woman snogging a thirty-year-old, you would kind yeah. of have yeah. a reaction. Yeah, and you really, you yeah. really see the, yeah. the difference. Anyway, it's a really good film. The other film I wanted to mention was *Breathe*, which is a film about a man called Robin Cavendish. He, when he was twenty-eight, got polio, mm-hmm. and it's the story. Um, it's played. He's played by Andrew Garfield. Is he, was he Spider-Man? Superman? Spider-Man. Spider-Man. One and, of Spider-Man. Yes, and Claire <laughs> Foy from uh, *The Crown*, and she plays his wife. And it's, it's about his well, living with polio and how in those days when if you got polio, you were in hospital mm. for life. And she thought, well, she basically took him out of hospital mm. and they created this sort of wheelchair with a, with a machine that breathed for him. And all the doctors were like, you can't do this, you can't do this, that's crazy. And, and he led this kind of amazing life. Oh, my God, this sounds so and good. And it's a real, it's sort of... A romance, it's it's a real love story, you know, in the face of kind of adversity. But I cried and cried and cried. I mean, I sobbed. It it really broke my heart. And you kind of know what's going to happen from the beginning, but it's one of those things where you know how sad it's going to be. But what's really clever is it's an English film and it's got an amazing cast and it's also got lots of humour. And it has Hugh Bonneville, Tom Hollander playing these twins, um, which is just so clever. 
But it's a really, I don't know, I love it. It's had quite mixed reviews, but it's a really amazing story. And if you like it, kind of, if you like it, you can cry. Yeah, I think you like it. And it's beautifully done. It's an amazing story. I love a true story. Yeah. Yeah, it reminds me slightly of the theory of everything, actually. That kind of idea. Yes, it's very similar to the theory of everything, but he, you know, it's very, it's different. Yeah. Has anyone seen Murder on the Orient Express yet? No, I really want to see it. Me too. really want to see it. the premiere? Oh, oh. <laughs> did you? But I didn't actually watch it. <gasps> I went and I, I went. I, well, I saw all the stars on the on the um, red carpet. And there's such it, a good cast. It was an amazing cast. I, I was walking. I had um, Penelope Cruz behind me, and I had oh um, Daisy Daisy Ridley. So she was in front in this green chiffon gown. It was all it was all quite amazing. And then the whole the whole kind of place erupted when. Um, Johnny Depp, Johnny Michelle Depp. Pfeiffer, Penelope Cruz, Johnny Depp. I, I mean, it's incredible. Michelle Pfeiffer because she is. She again, is showing awesome. my age. Um, Me too. Grease too. Oh Thank you, Jasmine. Michelle Pfeiffer's like cool the ultimate bombshell. I mean, it's just I know. Oh, it's I love underrated that film. Absolutely. Um, so I didn't see her, but yeah, Johnny Depp. There's a ripple through the crowd when he came through. So the whole thing took quite a few hours, and it was supposed to start at seven. I think it started till eight. And I also. So what time did you get there? You I said it took a few hours. Six. Doing what? That red carpet thing. Just them all <laughs> slowly arriving. It, it was huge. It was the Royal Albert Hall. Oh, so wow. it was 8,000 people arriving to watch the film. Then obviously all the crowds. It was freezing. Um, everyone was running around trying to find each other. And then you got on the red carpet. And it was the biggest one I've ever seen in my wow. life. And, and you um, still didn't watch the film. That sounds like the I time know, to go on. So so I hadn't eaten. That's a big no-no yeah. in my books. And so I thought, I'm hungry. Um, and this is not starting and I can't survive on popcorn. So I thought, I'm going to go and have some good old Mexican food. So, so you skip the movie. So me and my other half, I left him there um, and he's a big, I mean, honestly, we are a match made in heaven apart from the film thing. Oh. Yeah. He loves films. Um, Did he enjoy it? Um, he loved it. Yeah, loved I it. really want to see yeah. it. I actually don't, no, the story. And I feel like it's one of those films you see and you actually forget who did it. Well, I love it. Well, I love anything period it. drama as well. You know, like yeah, that's good. And also yeah. that's yeah, and tw it's twenties, right? I think yeah. so. And it's that and twenties, forties, and that kind rich? of murder I can just about take. I'm not very good at anything harrowing yeah. or. It's going to keep you up at night. Yeah. It no, does I, it. I, it does look quite scary. It is kind of, but you because it's got the famous actors in it and they're all dressed up. Yes, it's a bit like being at the theatre. Yes, it's a bit glitzy, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Oh, I can't wait to see it. Let's move on from movies to TV. My second non-favourite subject. You're not into TV. I don't have one. What? what? <laughs> you haven't got a television no. anywhere in your house. I've got a laptop. Do you watch stuff on your laptop, like Netflix and stuff? I don't know how to do Netflix. <gasps> so what happened when your when your show was on? Did you not watch it? Mm, I went to my friend's house to watch the first one, and that was it. So what do you do when you get like? How do you switch off? Yeah. yeah. Um. Oh God. Do you listen to the radio? Like, do you have like background noise, like radio or music or anything? No. Yeah. We have got the radio, and I put that on sometimes. I use a lot of Spotify actually. And playlists. Um, my other half's family always have a radio on in every single room, yeah. even sometimes when they're asleep. So when we lived, when my boyfriend's brother lived with us, the radio was on constantly, like a background noise. Yeah, I quite yeah. like it. Yeah. I think 10 years ago, it would have been crazy not to have a TV because so much info came via TV. But now you've obviously got podcasts, um, you've got sheer lux online, <laughs> you've got all these things. So <laughs> you feel like you're part of the world, mm. a bigger world, mm. and you have something to kind of... So many other ways to consume yeah. it, aren't there? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And actually, sometimes I get home, I do turn the telly on, and Honestly, I can't find anything I want to watch. Yeah. So what about you two? Any TV on this list? Anything you've been uh, watching? Oh my gosh, Nigella, yes. That is my guilty pleasure, watching Nigella. I absolutely love her. Just something, this, it's the most ridiculous programme. Lou, I know you absolutely hate her. I just think, but like, she... Yeah, but it's the whole point. It's the whole point. Know, she was, what, do you think? Yeah. what do you think? I think you're so right. Like, that is her market. She is her. I just, I watch her and I find her so irritating. Yeah, but she walks around her like her silk kimono. She's yeah. like, oh, just woke up and must make some emergency brownies. Yeah. Oh, As yeah. If she get, you know, it's just, I love it. It's really mindless. And she made this, like, really fried sandwich it. last week. I don't know if you yes. Like, and it looked amazing. It was like, she had some really nice sourdough and it was like um, brie and parma ham figs. Anyway, and she got out her frying pan. She put some olive oil in and then like a huge, and she's like, I'm just gonna add some butter as well. So she was frying the sandwich in oil and butter. I mean, it looked amazing, but she's just gluttony and I love it. <laughs> okay, anything else? It. I basically only watch TV through Gogglebox. Like that, that oh, is, is basically how I get my like. So if you yes. see something you like on Gogglebox, you don't go and then watch it. Yeah, that's kind of my like, what have I missed this week? What was good? I oh, find it a good way to catch up as and well. And I'm also actually. like, how would I have even known about these programs? Like they do the weird There is, and there are so yeah. many programs yeah. now yeah. because of all the different yeah. channels. I think our I think our our um our big thing was we got onto Gogglebox. Oh, yeah. did yeah. you? Yeah, that was that was the and, big. And like, was that? Did you feel like I've arrived? I mean, <laughs> that sounds silly, but did people take you not take you more seriously? But did things change after that? Um, I don't know. If it, uh, 
I think a lot of people actually message us to say you're on Gogglebox right now. They're talking about you right now. So that was really fun. I don't think it changed anything. I think I remember watching that actually, and they yeah. just didn't know like what a courgette was. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I think the funniest thing that came out of it was we did um, we did fish fingers um, in ground almonds, but also in desiccated coconut, and they were like. Is that like a fish finger bounty? <laughs> <laughs> Which is pretty oh, funny. And I was like, if they had to say anything about us, I'm glad they said yeah, that. That yeah. was so oh, good. I love Gogglebox. Yeah. Come dine with me was probably the last time I had a TV. And the narrator, I mean, he is he is coming. He is come down with me, yeah. God. Nothing without him. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about ways to be more emotionally intelligent. Because when it comes to climbing the career ladder, your IQ matters less than you think. And studies suggest that the biggest factor in your success. Um, is emotional intelligence, which far outweighs IQ and experience. I was really interested in this because we ran a careers event last mm. week, and one of the speakers stood up and said, 90% of how successful you are comes down to your communication. Absolutely. And only 10% down <clears throat> to your sort of skill mm. and expertise. Well, obviously, it differs on different industries. What you're a doctor, yeah. you know. As a concept, as an idea, I think it's actually a really interesting one. Mm. Um, and there were some points in this piece that I thought were really valid, like um, practicing empathy. They say that for millennials now, one of the biggest reasons that they will be loyal to a company is by working for someone that has empathy. Mm -hmm. um, so that was one point, developing people skills, mm -hmm. responding to something, not reacting. Yeah, I thought mm -hmm. I liked that point. The yeah. listening one I think is really interesting as well, because I think you think listening sounds really easy, you just listen. Yeah. But I think you can interpret that in so many different yeah. ways. You can hear something, you can hear what you want to hear. Yeah, and I think one of the points you could do to practice was basically have a conversation with someone and then they basically relay that story back to you yeah. and see how different that is. Because mm. I think that happens, it's kind of like Chinese whispers, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Everyone interprets something <coughs> in a different way. You can be in the same room way. and you both will look back on that experience with a, with a yeah. different edge, depending mm. on what you had for breakfast, did you have an argument yeah. before, before you got there, did you have a phone call that upset you, did yeah. you, did, um, your jumper remind me of someone and yeah. then I'm like, you know, it's, yeah. there's so many And I think and also levels. you can focus on something that you hear and kind of pick up on a negative point or a mm. positive point and the person that's telling that story really didn't want you yeah, to focus yeah. on that tiny yeah. minor detail and someone can pick up on mm. that. And you've read into it, you're sensitive yeah. to yeah. a certain mm. thing. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah think I think that was a good point. I think the communication thing is really interesting, especially today when, you know, when I was growing up it was all about the grades. You know, there were so many jobs yeah. you couldn't even go for if you didn't have a degree. Like, you were mm. completely, um, immediately written off. Yeah. And apprenticeships were like, you know... Mechanics. Yeah. That was it, wasn't yeah. it? Or you just didn't get past GCSE level or something, yeah. you know. Or, 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 but it's they didn't really exist. No, they didn't. Opportunities like that. They wanted you to have... you. It was about you on paper, mm. which I, I'm so glad we've moved away from. So am I, and I've got a son. I've got three children. My eldest is... She's going to be fine. And my son is... He's... He struggles and he's not going to find life as easy mm -hmm. in, in terms of schoolwork, I don't mm -hmm. think it's her, mm -hmm. but we know he's not. And I sort of had these ideas when I had a boy that he'd go to this school and he'd mm -hmm. be this. And, mm -hmm. and actually, I'm so happy that the world is yeah. just so yeah. different now. Yeah. And there are so many opportunities. Yeah. There's a dad at my children's school and he had an amazing education and went a different route, shall I say. He's now an entrepreneur, he employs 100 people, he's got a massively successful business. So, and I just love the fact that there are just so many opportunities mm -hmm. now. And as you were saying, it was so all about the grades yeah. when, when yeah. we were at school. And it's I about like what, it's such like, positive not thing. just grades, but what they what they decide is the syllabus to teach you. Mm. So it could be actually outdated. Yeah. It's so yeah. outdated, it's Jasmine. I was thinking this the other day. I if so I was the education minister, they would be learning about Life business and how to code, and they would be learning oh, Chinese, yes. and yeah. they would yeah. be learning mortgages. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. I left, but just I left. business, yeah. like yeah, communication, yeah. how yeah. to pitch well, how yeah. to present yourself well, how yeah. to be confident. Yeah. You know, those how are to the be things confident. that we should be yeah. teaching our yeah. children. Yeah. How to be confident is really, because I, I think what happens in um, in schools as well, and, and, and you know, for young people, you get a bit of a label, don't you? Because yeah. it'll be the first thing that someone says to you, and you, okay. one to six years old is the most, you're a sponge, and you really develop your personality. And schools really. label you so early on. Yes, and, or one to seven, or one, you know, what they say, show me a man, show me an eight-year-old, and I'll show you the, the man or something. Oh, it's really? Between those ages, it's when they develop nearly everything. Yeah. So if you get called naughty or mm. a bit slow, or even if you get told you're amazing, and then they feel like yeah. no one's saying mm. it to them anymore, you know, there are so many, so many things. I think you're really so yeah. right, that's so, so, I so feel that right now. Yeah. I feel like my daughter's class, and my daughter's doing fine, she mm. doesn't find it that difficult, but mm. she's not like, the ch I feel like already her school got a picked out yeah. the, 
she's the one that's always going to be this on stage. Yeah. This is the really bright one. This is yeah. the, and it's so interesting yeah. you say that. Yeah. I was yeah. just thinking about that the other yeah. day. Yeah. You know, um, in Germany, they have things called forest schools. Have yeah. you heard of those? Yeah, well, they ha we have them yeah, here. Yeah, them here. They're, they're starting to gain popularity. My, my, nephew, my godson goes to one. Um, and they're out there, and they're learning about things, because like, we're all about, oh, don't touch that, it's fire, don't go near that. Don't yeah, go. yeah. And, they, and then you go to other places, like more third world places, where health and safety is not as much of an option. And, you know, I was on the River Ganges, and it's flowing that fast with millions of people. There's no safety net, yeah. nothing. People are just more aware of themselves. I know, and I think you're putting, mm. putting my husband's, he's always like, oh, don't do that, you'll fall off. Or don't. And yeah, I'm yeah. like, oh, they're children. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just yeah. let them fall off. They them. And it's only because yeah. he cares. I feel that sounds, no, no, he's, he's totally. very caring. But, yeah, yeah. you know, and I think the forest school thing is so interesting. So what, I is, know, what is a forest school? So there's, there's one in, um, there's some in London, but um, they're yeah. nursery schools at, this, well, the one I know of doesn't actually have any premises. No. Have a hunt if it literally pours with rain. But or they go, you buy your child an all-in-one, you buy them snow gear, wet weather, thunderstorms, whatever it is. Stick them in the forest. And they just, they <laughs> go every day. And yeah. there is no classroom. Yeah. And they learn to pee in the woods. Yeah. They've got ruddy little rosy cheeks. They're out in the elements. Oh my God. Every seasons day. Happen. They, they're playing with nature. They're getting dirty. Because the other thing is, you know, a lot of children are scared of being dirty now as well. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and yeah, they're out there. But how have they learned to like read and write? Uh, they, do, later, they say it doesn't need to happen until later. Right. I mean, they do learn that. As yeah. They actually learn to read. My children couldn't read until they started school. I remember when she started school and there were other boys at her nursery who could read. And I was like, shit, we can't, yeah. we can't read. And she can, she's nailed it. So actually, it's too yeah. early. And you're right, in Germany, yeah. they don't start school until they're, is it seven? Yeah, so this is up, up until seven. So wow. we start much. Wow. My mother-in-law's Australian and she's, she thinks it's crazy that our children start school so young. Yeah. Mm. And then, you know, trying to contain a four-year-old in a desk, like, yeah. you know, mm. concentrating on a board. And they should be interacting with each other. And yeah. that's where the empathy mm. starts because it's that mentality of we're in this together and we need to help each other, yeah. you know? Mm. Yeah, that's absolutely. Well, empathy was a big one on here. And the other one, just to finish on the emotional intelligence piece, was... Um, people skills mm. and I remember someone saying to me when I was really young it's really important and I was it was interning and they said it's really important to get on with someone in the post room or the yeah. MD and mm. I always remembered that I kind of backed myself that I could sit next to anyone yeah. mm. and I like to think I would find something to yeah. talk about and yeah. we talked about this in the networking piece and and the speakers it was a step-up club they said there's always something you can find there's always some common ground yeah well if you're keen to be more emotionally intelligent, then check out this article because I thought there were yeah, it's really lots of good tips in that. Definitely. Let's talk about the most Instagram <laughs> food trends around the world because whether you're a burger or a bao bun, not naming any names. I don't know what that was then. <laughs> kind of girl. Instagram is the place for food, porn, fix, and kittens. And kittens. Yeah, oh my god! I was say. <laughs> last night I spent about well, we're, we're well. My boyfriend and I want to get a couple of cats, but we were, we spent about an oh, hour last night. You? Yeah, I know it's really it's a bit sad. I don't know. Yeah, no, I have a couple of cats and three oh, dogs. Do you? Yeah, oh. yeah, and we're cat so obsessed. cats, cats, food, and interiors. I would say. Yeah, yeah interiors. Yeah. Oh god, I could, I could. Interiors more than food for me sometimes. I don't. Sorry, don't judge me by my job. No, <laughs> um, I love it. I actually studied furniture and product design when oh, I was growing wow. up. Yeah. So, who are your go-to interior? Do you know what? I am a proper. If you saw my flat, it is. It's. That's another thing I like to do. I love. I love car boots and stuff. It's a real eclectic mix. Okay. Like I, lo I love a lot of the '60s stuff. Like really yeah. solid, really well made. Um, and my best friend lives around the corner. She's really into much more like Art Deco, Art Nouveau. So it's good because we can go to car boots together and not fight. Yeah, you don't want the same thing. Yeah, and then I love just objects with 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 stories and stuff. So. Um, I collect a lot. I'm trying to kind of contain that because actually I do think that having a more chilled mind is having a more chilled home, you know. Yeah. Having, and I vice imagine versa. you've got an amazing home, doesn't yeah. it? It's it's nuts. It it looks, it, when they come around and shoot it, and they kind of you know artfully place a few things, I'm thinking, wow, my house looks great. But yeah. actually, the reality <laughs> is everything else goes back on top again. Um, That's the way. So yeah, um, interiors is for me a way of just getting lost. Food I love, but mm. it just makes you hungrier. So it's I not know, something yeah. you can look at to wind what down. The, what are the pictures food-wise that you see? To me, it's anything Asian, like dim sum. Yes. I mean, that or like a yeah. something with noodles. Like hot carby, yeah. like hot, hot food, yeah. yeah. Freshly made hot food. Yeah. I think the thing that would also get me on a Saturday night is ever since Instagram makes you look at those videos on the feed, like BuzzFeed, but the food ones. Yeah. And it's, and it's street markets in Asia yeah. with these skills of like turning yeah. this kind of gloopy mess into like a huge, you know, batch of that and that. And then they chop. I mean, when you think that in, in, in Japan, they hand cut buckwheat noodles. It takes 30 years <gasps> to become a master in that. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh. 
That's the art of slow. You wow. know, that's the art of actually mastering something. I guess like the whole flower arranging and everything. So they hand cut those things. That's crazy. Mm. What are the food trends that you two go for? What things I love, I love looking at. Yeah, what do you see? And then you just think, what, what just... Oh, mine is always like puddings. Oh, yeah. no, mine's, yeah. Like, yeah. mine's like Or pasta, mac and cheese or a... Cho- um, like hot carbs. Mm. That does it. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. actually, pictures or do you like the videos? Both. I, I think I prefer pictures actually. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. Like the finished product. product. Finished product. Yeah. Yeah. All Perfect. Mm. But you know, I've so. never take a picture of my food or like when I go to a restaurant. Like you know, some people like they normally get a thing and take pictures. I am that person. No. Are you? Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately. I try to, but they always look crap. Yeah, I tried to do it on Sunday with a Scotch egg, yeah. and everyone was like, no. Yeah, yeah. I can never make it look nice. It's If you're gonna do it, go out for lunch when there's daylight because the evening is just not the time to be doing it. And also, if you're flashing and holding something up, your neighbours are like, stop it. Who yeah. is this? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And what about puddings? What kind of puddings do you go for? I'm stodgy. Are you? Yeah, I like I like hot puddings, custard, kind of old-fashioned-y type yeah. things. And I like pastries, but just really that croissant level, not those kind of French sweet. desserty. Oh, yeah, no, I hate this. Anything too sweet. I've got a sweet tooth, but if it's too sweet, it's an instant yeah. turn-off. Okay. For me. A good croissant's so simple. I mm. love like a sticky toffee pudding. Yeah. Oh, oh yes. Yes. Sticky toffee. It would be heaven. It would be that above mousses. And oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. 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 It has yeah. to be really, yeah, for me it's yeah. a sticky toffee or a hot chocolate fondant. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. Is, that is my yeah. like desert island dish. And I'm not a real pudding girl, and I actually love sorbet, such a fun yeah. Yeah. Mm. often yeah. have sorbet just to yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's not me. Cleanse my palate. Not me. If I see a hot chocolate fondant, oh yes. I'm like all over it. Have you yeah. ever been to the chapel in Bruton? No. <gasps> amazing, amazing oh, really? um, like hotel restaurant, and I had the, their chocolate fondant with like salted caramel. Oh, oh. I'm about to say, it's Pistachio the salt. and salted caramel. Oh, now that the people are into the salt of the chocolate, that's really good for me, because usually the fondants were always too sweet you know and they just go in there with the one level sweetness yeah, yeah. and now they're, they're putting the salty caramel oh and the, the burnt flavors in there that's it, it's, it's the best balance is better it, is, it, is, it is just yeah. so good a pistachio ice cream goes oh, really I well love with the oh, oh, yeah. so on the subject of sweet teeth um we're gonna talk about the dentist because for as long as we can remember we've had it drummed into us that you have to go to the dentist every six months but as this piece tall you rate this piece i, did write this I piece. love this piece <laughs> i well, um it, Potentially, it's not it's not the case. Yeah. I was intrigued to find out. And actually, writing this, speaking to everyone in the office and friends, and, and everyone said, "Oh my god, I actually haven't been to the dentist for like for so long." Yeah. And I think I don't know. People just don't go anymore. So expensive. And I don't know if it's expensive. And I don't know if maybe now you know everyone's using amazing toothbrushes or there's better toothpaste or we just have better oral hygiene. But you know, I have no problem with my teeth, or I don't think so, touch wood. Um, but yeah, I mean, Lou, when's the last time you went to the dentist? I actually went oh. very recently okay, because I hadn't been in ages. Um, and she was like, when was the last time you came? And I think I was like, oh, I was quite embarrassed, but I was like, I think it's like three years or something like that. And she did, I had the x-rays and she kind of went through everything. She was like, oh, this is an area you need to look at, blah, blah, blah. Oh, so what was, what was your issues? I'm right no, no issues, but she was like, there's an area of concern, so like, come back in six months and we'll see if anything's developed. Well, there you go, come back in six um, months and spend more money. But like, then I did go to the hygienist and she really <gasps> got involved. Oh, I really, yeah, it was sore. Yeah. It, it was really sore. I'm such a wimp in the hygienist. Yeah. But I felt thing. much better coming away from it. Yeah. But I think as well as a generation, we are better about our teeth. So I think, you know, my parents' generation, they didn't have great teeth. They didn't floss much. Mm. They didn't use electric toothbrushes. Yeah. And I think and there they was had a lot of fluoride was put into our water at one point as well. And my other half was saying he had to take fluoride tablets when he was young. Because really? that was a thing to keep your teeth strong. Oh, really? And now they've, now they've stopped it. So the teeth thing is actually really interesting because when I... You've got good teeth. When I, was amazing. Oh, I, I wanted to ask you about your tongue... Tongue scraper, yeah. So this kind of leads into a lot of this. One of the first books that really made me look at um, nutrition was a book called um, Nutrition and Physical Degeneration. And it was a guy, have you ever heard of Western A. Price? No. It's like a foundation. It's, um, uh, they do conferences once a year in the UK. So he was a dentist in the 40s. And he and his wife couldn't understand why people were coming with worse and worse teeth, even though dentistry and hi- oral hygiene had been introduced. And he realised it was because of diet. So he went traveling all around the world to kind of lots of tribe, you know, lots, lots of um, third world places or people that weren't, you know, um, even using toothbrushes and things. And he did loads of pictures of them with their holding their mouths open. And there was no crossing over of teeth and no, um, no uh, holes, no, they didn't, yeah. fillings. they didn't need fillings. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So how can this possibly be? These people don't even brush their teeth. And it's because they had, they were eating their diet, their, their kind of the most natural diet. Yeah. There was no white flour, no white sugar, none of that kind of stuff. And so, yeah. yeah. So quickly, if, if your diet's not good, it weakens the teeth. Mm-hmm. And therefore, yes, if you've got food stuck or, mm. you know, it can, or, or, or your teeth start crossing over and they start aggravating each other, then it's a, then it's a big problem. Yeah. So um, that was really interesting. And then in Ayurveda, which is what this book's kind of about, is um, kind of about, is about, um, they have... A whole thing about teeth, so they oil pull. So that uh, that came yeah, yeah, fashionable, yeah. didn't yes. it, a while back? So, so in the you know in the West, we we're so on about cleaning our teeth, but we don't think about our tongue or our mouth. And so they oil pull and they tongue scrape. And I've been tongue scraping for like eight years, and I should have brought one. Oh my god! And it's just a piece of metal, and it yeah. sounds awful. So I've really I feel like it, I can tindler. picture it. Yeah, if you just well, so I was talking about this the other day. Um, one of those things that cuts cheese. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, a little bit, but you kind of it's really it tickles your tongue. So I've called it the tongue tingler. And um, I was talking about this and I said to a massive audience of like 400 people, who does it? And five people put their hands up. And later one of the ladies came to see me and she's, um, she's been doing it all of her life, but she works for this dentist association. And it just doesn't take off. So the dentists all sell these things, but no one's done a campaign no on it. it. Oh, but what do they achieve? It basically cleans your tongue. So you know how you, um, you, know how you brush your teeth after you've had dinner and get before you go to bed? And then you wake up and your mouth's a bit furry. Yeah. thinking, why is it furry? I've brushed my teeth. Like, nothing else has got Exactly, because all your body is literally, it's another area that your body kicks out stuff, you know. So you kind of know, you know, in Chinese, you know, traditional Chinese medicine and Ayurveda, they can look at your tongue and they can see just by the shape of it, the colour of it, anything on top, any film on top, they can tell what's happening in your body. Really fascinating. Yeah, it is. So. I, every morning, whenever I brush my teeth, I always brush my tongue with my toothbrush. You don't do that. Is that really bad? Yeah, so, so basically your teeth are hard, <laughs> so you want something I soft to clean so them. I bet so many people do that. Oh, so many people I do it, because they can feel it very. It's all right, but it doesn't really clean it. It kind of moves it around. Right. Oh. So you've got a hard teeth, you want a soft brush. You've got a soft tongue, you need this hard kind of scraper. Where can we buy a tongue scraper, Jasmine? Oh, no, they're cheap as chips. Amazon. Yeah, Amazon. Amazon, here I come. Um, One of the things I did think was really interesting about this piece was that actually the hygiene, is, it seems, is more important than yeah. the dentist. And flossing is just so important. Interestingly, I don't use an electric toothbrush. Do you use an electric toothbrush? Do you not, I, I do and I don't. It depends if I bother to get a replaceable head or not. Mm, yeah. like the whole I, just find, I just find time-wise, I don't really have time. I floss every day really do regularly. I never yeah. And I went to the hygienist a few years ago, having never really been... And they attacked me, and I'm still scarred by it. Yeah. But since then, I've been going back regularly. And every time I get out, I'm like, I'm still not using an electric toothbrush. Please don't make me. I just don't really have time. But I do brush and floss every day. Mm. And they said, actually, your teeth health is really good. Yeah. And the yeah. flossing, and that just go, that ties in with yeah. what you wrote in this article, mm. that actually flossing is really important. Yeah. The other thing I took away from this is that really the dentist is more once a year unless you've got problems with your teeth yeah. it's kind mm. of sufficient that was quite nice to hear yeah when someone's got good smile good teeth absolutely I think it's like those hollywoods i love those hollywood before and after teeth pictures yeah. if you I search tom them. cruise yeah check out his yeah. teeth his teeth they were, were horrendous awful but awful. it really it really counts yeah. it's amazing how yeah. we don't prioritize it we just spend money on our credit cards on mm. clothes but sod our teeth mm. actually i think more we're more now especially because of things like you know this online information we're just a lot more savvy about you know what what it means you know mm-hmm. before we weren't aware that you could do little tips and tricks at home and yeah. Stuff. Yeah. you know if you've got bleeding gums you know that means you have to, there's something you know yeah. always telling you something yeah. Yeah. all in all just more aware yeah, yeah definitely um let's talk about skincare rules 
This was another great piece, Tor, that I think came from you. Yes. Um, via yes. Debbie yeah. Thomas, yeah. who is a skincare expert and founder mm. of the Debbie Thomas Clinic. And it was her golden rules for a glowing complexion. I thought there were some really interesting things on here. Silk pillowcases, which I feel you just have to take seriously now because the amount of people who wax lyrical mm. about a silk pillowcase. Mm. I'd like to try this. Yeah. I actually went to see um, last week. She's a big... Um, doctor, cosmetic doctor in, in LA called Nurse Jamie, you might have heard oh, of her. Oh yes, did um, you see her? Yeah. Did you? Yeah, just, just to have a chat. And I, whenever I meet these people, I always say, look at my face, be honest, tell me, you know, what am I doing wrong? How am I gonna age? And the first thing she said was like, I know what side of your face you sleep on. Yeah. And I was like, oh God. That's amazing. So it says here that over time, squishing your face into a cotton yeah. case will have lasting effects leading to drooping and a more lackluster skin tone. It's just amazing how many credible people rate a silk yeah. pillowcase. Yeah, so I remember literally reading about the silk pillowcases years and years ago, but I actually I did too, made myself. I yeah, I, mean, I, I don't think I even knew where to get a silk pillowcase yeah. at the time. Do you know I I have a super king duvet which I got a week and a half ago and it's changed my life. Yeah, absolutely changed my life. And I basically have been stalking TK Maxx for three weeks because. Bedding is really expensive. Yeah. TK really? Maxx bedding is so good. I've oh got a lot my of my God. stuff there. Is this sheets you're talking? Um, I just need a duvet and pillowcases right. because I've still Secret got Secret linen store, hello. I <gasps> don't know about this. They, they supply the white company, the best companies for years and years and years. I wonder if I came and across that they've one. undercut cheaper prices than the white company. Incredible <laughs> quality. <laughs> I've got 400 thread count. It's like sleeping on oh, silk. Wow. It's amazing. And it's cheaper than anywhere else. I really rate them. You get some. Oh, the linen before you buy it. Oh, that's oh, nice. So mine is 400 and cost me 34.99 from TK Maxx. Well but I, I mean, I spent a lot of online hours sort yeah. of this. And yeah. I actually went to the Brixton store and the Kingston store and everything. But um, one of my friends in New York, she's an interior, I mean, she's got an incredible house. And I was like, where's your bedding from? She said it was from, I don't remember what it was now. One of those places you'd never find if you Google for the rest of your life. Yeah. And it was like 350 quid for the duvet oh. cover. And I thought, yeah. Forget it. Forget yeah. It. So we talked about silk pillowcases. Other rules from this dermatologist were, Forget face wipes, they're oh, really, they really, really, really bad for you. Face, yeah. um, beware of intense exercise. Mm -hmm. God, I was not happy to hear. Um, get tested for food intolerances, that's key for a healthy What do they say about the, the exercise? Is it the jumping up and down exactly. gravity? Yeah. Yeah. And also being exposed to elements and stuff. And yeah. 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 If you ever watch anyone running or doing trampoline or anything in slow-mo, you really can I see know. what the body is yeah. doing. I know. When I run, oh. I can feel like yeah. my face. But it makes you feel so good. If you change the way you run, that will stop as well. Yeah, so I, did bare, I learned barefoot running and any weird nickels I had completely went because we taught, we run like this in trainers that are built up, which means then that all of our joints are at the wrong angle. Mm. So we jolt all the way through. But if you run like they do, mm. we're in barefoot country. So if you watch a lot of the kind of Kenyans and Ethiopians, mm. they can't, it's more of a jumpy thing. Yeah. And the body, mm. I ran, I can run so much longer doing this. Than you but where are you going barefoot? On the treadmill and the you gym, just maybe? Use, no, you use barefoot. Trainer. They, oh, they look like the, with the, your feet are like the socks. Oh, I see. Those so ones, not those ones. This very thin sole. They're good, but yeah. you've got to have that shaped feet. Oh, but I you like. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. I just use something. Uh, my my friends have come called Vivo Barefoot, and it's just a uh, super thin. So you can it's feel. So they say yeah, actually, oh, proprioception. You want to feel. So it's actually really nice if you run where there's um. You know when the, the, the crossings and they've got them for the blind people? Yeah. It's like a foot massage. It's yeah. gorgeous. And then I've got a friend who, um, Tony, he does something called rewilding. And he says, everything, most of your problems start with your feet. So if your big toe is in the wrong thing, if, so a lot of us roll like this, and that goes straight up into the knees, straight up into the hips, straight up, you know, all the way through the body. And if your hips are wrong, your jaw's wrong, everything. So what, what's, what's in it? What is he, what is he Rewilding. Doing? Rewilding. Oh. Yeah. Have Gosh, a look at I that. Try, I want to try it's, running in a... Well, you should get Tony to come in here because yeah. it will change. It's yeah. incredible. Love yeah. that. Um, so yes, the other thing, the other golden rule was to get tested for food intolerances. Mm -hmm. I love that. I've never been tested. I'd love to know if there's anything else. The tests are yeah. much better sure now. Sure much, sure much better. Before it was a real hit and miss with food testing, yeah. but now... I, I, I had one a few years ago because my skin was not... This must have been eight eight, nine years ago, um, but I had like a candida problem in my mm, tummy mm. and my skin was just, I mean, it went nuts. I knew something was wrong, so I wanted to get they to find? that I had a yeast overgrowth in my tummy, so I had mm. to cut out like everything. And did it work? Yeah. And do you ever have that again now? No. The other things, the other points you mentioned were never popping your sports. We obviously know about that. Um, using retinol and investing in the right brands. I was interested to see that she pulled out Neostrata which is a brand that I feel like a lot of people rave about. It's a really good brand. Taylor. Yeah, Taylor. That was one that I was like, ooh, they need to look into that. Yes, we do. Neostrata, um, Mediderm is obviously great, Medicate, BioEffects. Um, so there were some re really great new tips in there, mm. which I think cool. was was um, was really nice. What are your rules 
um, when it comes to skincare. You've got pretty amazing skin. Thank you. Looks crystal clear. Yeah. Jasmine, I, what's, the, what's the secret? I would say, I'm just saying, be careful of cleansing brushes. Um, I definitely inside out, What you, how you feel, how you sleep. I think the cheapest things are those, because I know there's a lot of creams out there and there's a lot of names, I'm not going to name them, but they were like, you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pounds but actually they didn't particularly do anything or the stuff they put in was, you know, because sometimes you can make your skin, there was, my friend bought this sachet, she was going, oh my God, Jazz, you've got to use this. And I used it and in two days I saw the difference. But you're thinking, how is it getting that? Is it just pulling Wait, all your skin off? Or you was it like a mask? Or? It was a little, it was a, it was a sachet, it was a tester of this new product that she found that was supposed to be amazing. She said, Jazz, honestly, try it. And I tried it two or three times and I was thinking, how could it be that effective in three days? What is it doing to my mm. skin? So I think there's some things that you can do in health that have a massive effect, but at what cost? So yeah. I'm always conscious of that kind of thing. So what do you do? What do you um, do on your skin? I use a lot of oils, which I'm glad is like, became fashionable a few years ago because, you know, when I was growing in dirty dancing days, you <laughs> stripped everything, you know, yeah, it was all God, about this cleansing, toning, <gasps> the exfoliating, the paint stripper, the tonic oh though, God. do you remember the Clinique yeah. tonic? Oh and you God. literally used to squeak so at yeah. the end, and I've always, my skin's always been on the dry side, like, I, I, yeah. hair and, yeah, I mean, we talk about in this book is there's types, and so my body wants moisture and it wants oil and stuff, so I use a lot of oil cleansers. Um, Any brands that you recommend? I stick to more natural stuff, I'd say there's, there's some that have, you know, started to harness the, the power of the plants in a more technological way. So things like 12 and Tata Harper and stuff like that. I love Tata Harper. Um, another one who's really good, and I forget her name. She makes the Blue Cocoon. That's a really nice... Not May Lindstrom. May Lindstrom. Super expensive, yeah, but if I feel like I need something. And then Alexandra Sovereil, who brought out a book on the same day as me. Yeah. I, I really rate her stuff, I think. Um, and also the, the techniques that she uses on the face. She does a lot of yeah. the massage stuff. She taught me once that you should never pull like this, because the skin here on the neck... Is really so delicate. Yeah, yeah. she always go this way. And she's really into the face brushing, so I was, I was really interested oh. to see that. The other one is... So do you face brush? Every now and again, yeah. So she's got two little brushes and you just kind of run them over your skin. And I just find them much less tough than a flannel or any of those ex actual micro beads. Yeah. Or, mm. um, you know, the, I think these, when I said cleansing brush, I meant though, like a Clarisonic. Oh, and like an electric toothbrush on yeah, the yeah, face. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, not like a gentle. Again, you know, so easy to overdo. So, exactly. a lot, you know, a lot of these toothbrushes and things are timed. Yeah. And everyone's like, but more is more, right? Yeah. You know, so they'll yeah. go for it. And they're just stripping. Yeah. And your body doesn't, it's trying to fight it. Mm. And especially if you live in, you know, in the winter when it's already harsh or you've been in the sun a lot, it's, mm. your skin's fighting quite a lot. I find that my skin is completely different if I've, like, gone to the countryside for the weekend or by the sea. Or if I like, visit London, oh, the always. sea always feels mm. great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. the sea, the sea, and a bit of sun. Yeah. I definitely, I definitely rate a bit of sun. Yeah, nice that you say, say that. Yeah. That's, it's refreshing mm. because yeah. actually we do need vitamin D, yeah. and and, my and skin it can really clear up. You know, if you have, I have slight eczema, yeah. and God, I don't oh. get out there and burn. I used to God, have that. Nothing like I used it. to have eczema, mm. and the minute I was in the sun, and the minute I went into the sea, yeah. all those minerals, yeah. nutrients in the sea, natural living. Yeah. And any other rules when it comes to beauty, your regime. Would you were strict sort of cleanse tone. Are there any like I'm, I won't go to bed in my makeup. That's no. that's been something for years. But. Are there any good kind of like vegan or cruelty free makeup brands you really rate? So one I'm really rating at the moment is Inica. Inica, yeah, I've heard of it. So it's an Australian yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. And they do a really good don't look at my mascara, I did it in the car over here. Um, <laughs> they do a really good mascara. So there's a couple of other I just had a chat with this woman about it and and for so long natural beauty has been Kind of rubbish. Yeah. You know, it's either looks like it's out of the nineties but not in a good way, um, with lots of glitter and yeah. these kind of, you know, this hempy look, terrible packaging and basically doesn't work. And now it's really good. I feel yeah. like content beauty, you yeah, look in I there content, and it's a treasure yeah. trove. I feel yeah, I feel like there's a real sort of revival. Yeah. There is mm, for natural beauty. Yeah, and definitely. suddenly there's a real change happening. Yes. And, and lots of people like you are saying, yeah. Oh, it's finally good. Mm, it's yeah. finally good. So you can, there's like this they've got an incredible bronzer. Um, and then you've got Absolution lipsticks that come out and all these, and you've got Cure Bazaar, so you can have all the fashion Cure colours. Cure Bazaar's really cool. Yeah. That's that Cornell brand. Oh, okay. You, you recognise the packaging, it's all kind of like cruelty-free yeah. and stuff. And the fact that I've met someone in a cafe and they pull them out and start doing our nails, it doesn't smell. I mean, yes. it just goes to show. Uh, Even yeah. you're inhaling that, yeah. you know. Yeah, potent. What about your hair? That We wrote a piece on 12 tips for faking thicker hair. Mm. Um, I love this. I, I sort of, I looked at it and I thought, oh, it's another hair piece and how different is it going to be? But I felt like I really got something new from it. Obviously, be wary of heat. There are some great products out there. Kerastase did lots of um, good products. But I like the tips, like keep your hair short, mm. try two-toning it, try side parting. Side parting I found really interesting. Yeah. I, mean, I was like, oh, I'm going to try I try to do a bit of side parting I think now. your hair goes quite flat when it's a centre parting. Mm. One's hair. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I mean, it depends, like, for me, it's 
if I throw my head upside down, it becomes a bush. Yeah. <laughs> so you can kind of those tips to kind of get the, and I think the texturizers that you know the salt sprays and that yeah. kind of thing have mm. been really um, good because you you know back in the day you wanted a beehive, you'd literally construct it, yeah. wouldn't you? And now it can kind of have its own lift. But um, all makeup artists in the middle of the day will make you throw your head upside down and kind of do this, and it, yeah. you'll, you'll get yeah. you'll get height again. Yeah. yeah. Any other hair tips, rules, what do you um, use, what I don't think you use? don't strip your scalp. I think that's, like, I'm, I'm watching people now talk about it as if it's a, a thing. Whereas I've heard about this years ago, you know, they, they were selling you shampoos that would strip it and then you would need to buy all these other products to put the goodness back in. So I reckon go for the more natural shampoos, which, uh, again, it takes some time to shift because they don't foam up. Yes. And you're used to this kind of feeling. I know, I like a good foam. Yeah. Yeah. And I, then I have to use more because yeah. I'm like, oh, it hasn't yeah. foamed, so yeah. I haven't cleaned my scalp. Yeah. I think one of the things as well is if you don't use a lot of product on it, then only clean your scalp. Don't clean the hair as well. Yeah, that's the one rule have yeah. always say is never, you should yeah. never shampoo your ends. Yeah. Oh really? Just do yeah. When you, when you scrub your scalp and yeah. when it rinses out, it, it will naturally, yeah, naturally go over your ends. Yeah. But then I also you, you should shampoo your ends. twice. Do like a little mini one at the beginning, mm -hmm. which then starts the lathering, yeah. and then you do another one, which then gets rid of it. Because if it, it like if you've got long hair, it's all kind of run down through your hair, and then you yeah. just wash that out. But I would say um, I don't dry my hair, and you know I, my my hair used to be wrecked from modelling because obviously it's been blow dried and pulled. In fact, oh, here it was just a broken mess. And so one of the first things I did when I stopped modelling was cut it short, and it was just so nice to like mm. have a shower and feel the thick ends. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, I th and I guess the haircut is obviously yeah. priceless. The haircut. I mean, I think that's the one, isn't it? One of the tips was, um, that I think that's the thing to, to. I think that's the thing to finish on, isn't it? Yeah. Cut your hair short. Yeah. Obviously, it's going to look thicker. There's nothing worse than really straggly long mm. hair, yeah, especially yeah. as you get older. Um, and also, yeah, <laughs> invest in a good haircut. I yeah. find it baffling how little. I always say this: baffling how little some people. Spend on her hair yeah, yeah, yeah. when we wear our hair. So Jasmine, <laughs> let's talk about you. I mean, how did you, you mentioned modelling, you mentioned a degree in furniture and product design. Furniture and product design. Although I didn't graduate. You didn't I finish. didn't graduate, no, and that's, well, as we were talking earlier, the modelling had taken off. I was working as a scenic artist in Vauxhall, so I was doing backdrops and sets for stuff. And suddenly I had too much on my plate and I had six months to go and I went to see my head of year. And I said, I don't know what to do. I, I think I had a sty at the time. I was so stressed out and um, run down. They said, Jazz, I'm head of the department at Kingston. It's one of the best places for furniture and product design and art. I don't have a degree. And I was like, OK. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Interesting. But I, so I, you know, left. So I left. And I went into modelling, travelled the world. And then, um, and then obviously, as a model, you become very conscious of what you eat and what you do and how it makes you feel. And, um, and I wasn't a couture fashion model, so I didn't have to be a certain measurement. I think I was measured once in my life. Well, maybe nice to hear. Maybe isn't talk, it? Actually, I'll say I was measured more actually if something was made to fit me, but not measured Fair as enough. Yeah. Has she mm. changed? What is she? You know, um, but you know it was apparent that certain days your skin wouldn't be good, you, your energy levels were terrible, you wouldn't have the right mood, and you know unlike walking into an office where maybe you've got friends and they're a bit like, oh God, tour just today I'm just having a bit of a rough one, you know, and tour be like, oh I'll leave I'll leave you alone. You know, when you're a model and you're walking on a set, it's a new group every on. day. Yeah. Like I couldn't come in and go, guys, I'm having a really shit day, by the way. Yeah. Hi, nice to meet you. You know, so yeah. you had to like always bring to be it. on form. Yeah. Always yeah. on form. And also, the first person you'll blame if the shoot doesn't go well as a model, yeah. <laughs> unfortunately. And you are the one, the centre of attention all day. So if you start yawning, but everyone starts yawning. Yeah. yawning. So yeah, I basically got into, um, started to read stuff. And I mean, I was reading about sugar like 15 years ago. So the stuff we know now about sugar and fat, I knew then, but it wasn't, you know, the mainstream idea was low calorie, go to the gym and work it out, eat low fat food, and um, weirdly it was almost like a, yeah, it was salads. It was like women eat tuna salads mm -hmm. and men eat tuna bagels. It was that kind of like <laughs> idea, you know. Yeah. Um, and I come from a Filipino background where it was all stewy and one potty and, you know, we ate meat on the bone and we ate the skin on the chicken and we always had full fat milk and Vitalite, again, these guys might not know it, <laughs> came in and my dad was like, what the hell is this, get it out. And so um, that really made me kind of look at all the different kind of philosophies out there. And one of them I came across was Ayurveda, which was like, whoa, you know, I wasn't ready for that kind of language. And then through... And just tell us, what for people that don't... Uh, how yeah. can you summarise Ayurveda? Because it's or, quite complicated yeah. with the doshas and mm. the... So very quickly, um, Ayur means um, uh, life and Veda means knowledge or science. So it's the knowledge or science of life. So it's basically comes from the same roots as yoga. So it's a way of, of, of tuning in with yourself in your environment as to your needs. So the idea with Ayurveda is that you're constantly on a little bit of a rebalance. So you know you have the full-on um, um, chocolate fondant molten thing, 
and you know exactly how to balance that the next day. So it's not about, it's not a diet, it's just you kind of recognise that if you've had something sweet and heavy and hot and chocolatey and thingy late at night, maybe the next night you don't want to have something so heavy so your sleep is better. Yeah, it makes or, sense. Yeah, it, it makes total sense. sense. I mean, it's, it's, as, it's as simple as if you're hot, take off your jumper, if you're cold, yeah. you're yeah. back on. So it becomes this intuitive knowledge and also it's all about the herbs and the spices. So using nature's medicine cabinet. So you know that in India, it, you know, there's spices in everything. And the food we know today, they've gone and it's it's very extreme of the spices and that's why Indian food has that kind of in your face Explosion. flavor. Yeah. Loads yeah. and loads of chili. But actually Ayurvedic food is really gentle. You know, you can it's it's we call you can call it a curry, but it's not a curry like you know, it's a curry you can feed your kid. Yeah. And so it's about comfort, one pot, easy to digest. So so right now we're talking about mental health, emotional health, as well as physical. We realise it's gone beyond the physical. You know, just because you've got six pack doesn't make you healthy. You yeah. know? But Ayurveda and Eastern medicine has been talking about that for thousands and thousands of years. They were like, you know, they they're probably laughing at us, obsessing about our <laughs> physique, you know. And they recognise, yeah. And they're probably all really the perfect yeah. right size and living together. Yeah. I mean living along now. You can't you almost can't say that now because the Western influence has gone around the world, you know. Yeah. And and it's really interesting. I was filming some videos out there and I said to the guys, like, what's your favourite out of these two dishes? And the older crew were like, you know, they're very much about their mother's cooking. I have this, and when I make it at home, I do this. The younger crew were like, I don't eat that, I eat burgers. Oh, shame. Yeah, That's so, so sad. Yeah. Really interesting to watch that. Even in the Philippines, when I went there when I was nine, everyone's making their own food. When I went there at 30, they wanted to basically give me American fast food. They were so really? proud that they had it. Yeah. So That's their mark, like wow. they've made it in the world. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, and so I brought over some Percy pigs, and they were like, <laughs> Next. <laughs> when I was given like sweeties when I was young, it was like you could have three today. Yeah. You spaced it out because you know when the next packet of sweets came. Yeah. So yeah, Ayurveda is, it's, I mean, this is primarily a cookbook, but I talk about understanding but there's the there's some doshas. lovely, there's quite a lot in there before the recipe yeah. starts. Yes. I mean, to in break the it down for you and the guidelines and what you yes. need. Can I ask a question? So the doshas, you're one of three or a mix of three? You're always a mix of three. Always a mix of three. Yeah. And how, I really want to know, what I am, how do I find that out? So you so you're a mix of three and you want to know which one is predominant in you. So which one which which of your tendencies you're more of. So you can go um, you can see an Ayurvedic doctor, which is called a Vaidya, and they'll give you the most accurate one. They'll they'll literally look at your face, you know, the same way that woman said I know which side you sleep on. Yeah, oh God, they yeah. can see everything, wow. even by the way you talk. So I'd walk into this room, they instantly know that Vata is my predominant um, dosha because I speak really fast. I've moved my hands and I jump from subject to subject. So oh, that's, I'm, I speak really fast. Maybe I'm better as well. So, what, so what's <laughs> interesting is you are probably a predominant dosha, but then your environment also affects you. Mm -hmm. So London is very vata. It's stimulating. It's 100 miles per hour. Everyone wants everything yesterday. Mm. You know, you meet a million people in a day. So <clears throat> you might be kapha, which is much more laid back mm -hmm. and chilled out. But if you are in a job that's requiring you to be vata, you might have to look after your vata tendencies. So for me, going and doing ashtanga or Bikram or competitive sport or running is not going to help me. It's, it's, it's overstimulating me. You need to be doing something. I need to be yeah. doing grounding, chilled mm. out stuff. Whereas a kapha person who's super laid back, they're the ones that can have they coffee need something and chili. They need to get up and then get up and get going. And then the pita types are like, they're very type A leadership types. They're very like, um, you know, um, they can get very hot under the collar and a bit you know, they get peed off if people don't get what they're, they're into if they become very aggravated. So they also need to be careful of competitive sports, mm. coffee, cap, you know. God, that last one sounds <coughs> familiar. Well, obviously probably, London Probably is, bits of everybody. Yeah, yeah. everybody. So you can, you, you recognise when you're feeling kaffi, you recognise when you're feeling vata, you recognise when you're feeling pizza. So but everyone has each of those elements. Everyone has all of them, yeah. And then, and then you need, via your diet and yeah, how so you cook, example, you need to balance yeah. those. Um, this soup. So if I'm, if I'm feeling very vata, so I'm, I'm going to come home tonight, I'll have done three or four interviews, I'll be really spaced out, then add kind of extra egg yolks or, 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 or something unctuous and, you know, sweetness and fats are really good at grounding you. So you're balancing your body with the foods you eat. Every day, yeah. Okay. Which just makes yeah. total sense. Yeah. Like, I think with everything, when you yeah, hear about kind of yeah. diet or beauty or lifestyle regime, when you talk about balance, it just seems to make so much more sense. Mm. Like yeah. you're not kind of focusing just on one thing. Look at everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. And what are some simple ways? If anyone's listening, mm -hmm. I mean, obviously there is the book, which has I hope people are listening. So <laughs> for people and for people who are listening, oh, spice okra with cream. I oh, love okra. I love okra. Oh, okra. I'm so oh, really. I'm such. There's five a fan. people in this room, and three of us love okra. I, think I that's quite love okra. It's so underrated, and I, I love it just I'm roasted in the oven. It's oh, so good. Great. Okra so is good very good snack. for women. Very good for women as really? well. Yeah. yeah, It's really good just roasted in the yeah. oven, I think. And I have to say, there, there seem to be so many recipes in this book. Yeah, I said I was going to 
16. I did 140. Wow. Mm. I mean, you're definitely getting a money's worth, that's for sure. But if you're listening and you think, right, that makes sense. Yeah. Balancing your body with the foods you eat, depending yeah. on your mood and, and your circumstances and your environment. What are the simple ways to have a more sort of Ayur, Ayurvedic lifestyle? lifestyle? Um, I think introduce more herbs and spices into your everyday. So obviously herbs and spices can have a massive impact to the, to, the, to the point where some doctors will tell you it's contraindicative of certain drugs, you know, so don't overdo this when you're having that. But if you put a little bit in your food every day, you're yeah. never going to kind of go wrong. And that way you're benefiting because, you know, herbs and spices are very adaptogenic, so they actually support your body to help you mm -hmm. heal. And then I would say have a lighter evening meal whenever you can. I reckon that has a massive impact on your sleep, which then has a massive impact on, on your next day. Okay. That's a really easy one. And then do things like tongue scraping. So it is, it's a four-second job. Okay. And that you will basically look at your tongue in the morning and think, that's looking really healthy. I'm getting my good sleep. I'm obviously eating right. Oh, I can see the effects of drinking a couple of glasses yeah. of alcohol last night. And what are some of the simplest <clears throat> Ayurvedic recipes? Golden milk. Have you heard of turmeric latte? Yeah. Or turmeric? Some people say turmeric. Yes. Um, so that's based on the golden milk. So gold, the golden milk is uh, this thousand, thousand-year-old recipe. Um, of enjoying spices in a very sweet form, like a milk. It's like the hot, it's like Ayurvedic hot chocolate, I guess. Okay. And so um, you will enjoy that as like if you feeling run down, your grandmother or your mother would make it with tons and tons of ginger and black pepper to help dry out your lungs. Um, if you need grounding, you'd have some jaggery in there, which is like the Indian uh, kind of sugar. If, um, and some cinnamon because it's really warming and Ooh. things. Mm. And if you're, you need warming up, you'd put even more ginger and maybe some chili in there and stuff. Okay. So. Any other recipes? Just a little bit of cumin on your soft boiled eggs. It's another way to kind of bring it in. And, um, so those herbs and spices. All those herbs and spices. What about li little snacks, like quick snacks? So you're not making a full on meal. Um, I, would, I would stick to meals, actually, okay. more than anything. But we've got things like ladoos. Ladoos are the original bliss balls. So you know all the energy balls. Oh, yeah, you've got balls. coconut, lime, and mint ladoos. That's, that was, that's been eaten in India for thousands of years. Mm. So they're good things to make ahead. Okay. But um, I would say as well. Sesame, peanut, ginger, and honey. Oh, Ooh, really that nice. Sounds good. Ooh. So I would beware of snacking as a thing okay. but yeah when you need them that's really nice or as a little dessert I thought there's some amazing soups in here yeah. and I just have to mention the tarka dal with grated courgette mm. I mean how good that's that sounds so easy and there are some really really you don't have to be a good cook honestly yeah. I'm not actually a good cook I'm just <laughs> I'm a home cook who likes flavors and I want them to work for me so well Judging by everything you've yeah. told us today, Jasmine, um, I think we all need a bit of pop my film, Aya. Fred. <laughs> pop your film. I think we all need a bit of Ayurvedic living in our lives. Um, good luck with the book. Thank you. Uh, it's wonderful, and thank you so much for talking to us today. I felt like we could have talked for hours. Oh, yeah. We did. I think we did. <laughs> so that's it for this week. If you have any feedback, then do email podcast at Sheerducks. And if you enjoyed that, then do please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. See you next week. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.